on, man? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful New York City of Buck Perspective Podcast, man. I am so grateful to be back. It has been, oh, we are 12 days into the new year. Let's put it that way. And uh, the excitement has, I, I don't know if it's fivefold or tenfold, but my goodness gracious. It reminds me, of course, of uh, January 13th last year. But the thing is, the difference from last year is that I was teaching a whole bunch of gas bagging ass students. But this year, I am teaching the most amazing people on the planet. And I've been able to separate my schedule, whereas I have the afternoon free and the evening free. So I am incredibly grateful. I hope this day meets you guys with uh, grace because it is a Friday. And you know, I always talk about those Friday finishes. And I said to myself, I said, I need to hurry up and I need to break things down because tomorrow's going to be an even crazier day. But nonetheless, we're going to be diving into some advanced stress training. And I think the biggest thing is, I think I had spoken last year about the meaning ladder. Right? Whatever we see, think, or feel, we ultimately end up interpreting it as good or bad, as something to move away from or toward, something we have to do something about or not. And then what ultimately ends up happening is that we filter it through our identity. And then the intention comes what do I want to achieve with this information or situation? And then take initiative to honor that intention. I really do think that this would answer most of the questions in everyone's life about stress. And that meaning ladder is all about stress. So it's kind of like this. Something came into, you know, came into your life. Boom, stimulus. You interpret it as bad, critical, catastrophic. Your identity saying, oh, I don't know if I can handle this. I'm, gonna, I'm already overwhelmed. I don't think I could you know, be able to, you, you know, handle the amount of things that are being put onto my plate because, you know, uh, you know, with my wife and then I have my kids and then I have this and that. And then the intention for you would then be to protect yourself, to not deal with that stress. Perfect this thing because I don't want my identity to feel that stress. And then, so what ends up happening is this is how a lot of people end up burning themselves out now there was another little micro thing i wanted to talk about in terms of the emotional home and one of my most amazing so that one of the most amazing souls i've met in my life and i have a privilege of having in my life uh we had an amazing barbecue christmas dinner this was literally like three weeks before christmas and it was one of the most magical nights candles burning the most amazing food the most amazing dessert you name it everything was just clicking well she came here with her boyfriend. And then, of course, fast forward to today, she ended up quitting her job. And then it seemed like she was going back into a hole, a hole that she had always been in. She disappears from time and time again. And it's because of depression. And it all comes down to her identity. She doesn't think highly of herself whatsoever. Her emotional home, if something goes bad, such as her quitting her job, it's her fault. It's because she's not good enough. She wasn't prepared or this or that. And then she ended and she ends up catastrophizing about, oh my God, I'm never gonna get a job again. My life is in ruin. And then that's her emotional space. It's kind of like me. Anytime a Thai woman, anytime I saw a white man and a Thai woman back from 2015 to 2020, I would always say, yeah, easy for them. Easy as hell. Because they're this, they're that, all these different things. And I would that's that was literally my emotional home to make myself feel even worse about myself. 
well as to make people who don't even know me and don't even know I exist feel better about themselves in a very disgraceful way. And so this is the same thing that ended up bringing a lot of stress into my life. So if we look at these things, what I want to do is work through some phases, okay, about cognitive load, span responsibility, the severity of control. We're going to be breaking down these performance concepts, okay? And it's kind of like a lot of people get very confused about like, you know, having jobs and uh, versus you being at home, like, like such as me and my career. My, my wife has a job. Me, I have my own online entrepreneurship. And of course, on Saturday and Sunday, I do go off and I teach, you know, uh, at the tutorial center right down the street. But again, there are certain of levels of stress that come into my life as an individual sole proprietor entrepreneur that doesn't come into my wife's life. And then next thing you know, I end up blaming her that because she doesn't understand my stress or vice versa. So we need to understand these types of things. And the first one I have to start with is biology. Understanding that fatigue and level of physical performance or energy. See, if you're tired and if you haven't slept well and you haven't eaten well, you're more prone to having those anxious moods, that stressful linking, that dis, those disempowering thoughts. And the longer it goes on, where your physical energy is just totally compromised, the more your stress goes up. Someone earning and building, right? A job, but they don't understand the other in terms of, let's say, parenting. It's another level of that biological fatigue that leads to greater mood swings. The greater levels of stress, the greater levels of anxiety. And so again, when I'm tired, I feel that the stress is just on my shoulder. So you really have to be aware of your mood. Like right now, be able to deal with it by saying, okay, over the last 72 hours, and I can tell you right now, uh, I had probably about three treat, uh, cheat meals this, uh, what is it, this week. Yesterday, I had a meal where I ended up being completely bloated beyond comprehension. And to be honest with you, I, you know, I could tell right now that my energy is totally different from last week when my energy was sky high, or even at the, the dawn of this week, Monday, or even Tuesday. Wednesday and then Thursday and then Friday, that's when I ended up hitting the deep end because of course I was just like, yeah, I'm not gonna really buy anything. But if you if I look at this, I have to measure how I slept the last 72 hours. I have to look at the relationships and the conversations that I engaged in, the bullshit that I took, yeah, like you, you know, the bullshit intake from the internet, right? And so whatever had happened over the last 72 hours is still cycling. It's still affecting your mental focus. And so if you're feeling stressed, I got to ask you, how do you feel over the past or what, what did you eat over the last three days? How have you felt in general over the last three days? The next one, baseline conditioning. Okay. And so when you have more experience with dealing with stress, you're more conscious about it, right? That's the same things that, you know, stress people out. Uh, the same, these things that stress out these people probably don't stress out these people because they've dealt with it much more. See, having a second child is probably not as stressful. If you're starting up a new business, 
or I'm sorry, a second business is probably not going to be as stressful because you already know what to do. See, that's called how to deal with stressors. See, things that stressed you out probably about 10 years ago do not have a grip on you today in regards to living consciously and having condition. When you do something new, don't be shocked that it's stressful because you know what? The brain does love new things, but those new things could stress us out too. Some people don't know about success and you know, or one bill, you know, what, what people may think of me. And that's all just baseline conditioning overall. When you're starting something new, think about what's stressing you out specifically. Some people are still shocked about feeling stressed at the age of 80, as if it's like an external demon and it's stressing them out. But no, you need to learn the patterns of your stress and condition yourself to handle them better. Teach yourself to breathe and reframe and think of service toward others or manage your food and their sleep and your mental focus a little bit more. You condition yourself to a certain level. And so I know what's going to end up happening. Uh, it's probably going to be a little bit stressful when we have to go to the airport. Uh, it's probably going to be a little bit stressful when we're getting onto the plane, when we ascend. Now, of course, dude, there are no storms. There's nothing happening around Thailand. So it's going to be a smooth plane ride all the way there. But to be honest with you, I may get stressed on a number of different occasions while I'm out there. The stress might, <clears throat> might get very, very intense. So I have to understand and project and say, ooh, those are going to be some tense moments. Now, of course, getting on, a, getting on a plane to come back here to Thailand, that's going to be no problem. But landing here in Thailand and having to deal with the motherfuckers at immigration, I know that that might be stressful. But I already have a lot of experience dealing with them. And again, it's been five years, but still I have a lot of experience dealing with them. So I should already be ready in terms of what may end up happening. And so these are the little things that might end up happening, right? It's like some people get stressed when they're driving to work because there's too much traffic. You have probably one upwards to maybe 70 years of experience and driving to different places. And you've been on that same road every day, stressing yourself out because there are too many cars. See what I mean? So sometimes I just say, you know what, fuck it, I don't even care. Now, let's get into cognitive loads. Maybe there's a lot on your mind, and not everyone has the same amount of stuff on their mind. Maybe you're managing one project, but it took you all day, maybe all week. Maybe you're putting in eight-hour workdays on one thing. See, that's a lot for people in, let's just say, lower levels of organization, right? And this is why there are so many people who say, you know what, this, the greatest solution to this is simplifying. And again, when you're able to have that higher cognitive load, and I know it sounds terrible to say, but again, the more you think about it and manage it, the more prone you are to that stress. That's a huge factor. Leaders don't often understand the cognitive load or stress that's causing them and basically what they're going through right when you have more going on it's important to communicate it to others so they're not surprised by you being just absent in the relationship maybe or not present with them or getting easily triggered or frustrated we want to develop more mastery over the little things in our life and have that more grace there are plenty of times when my wife is asking me a question i'm like listen i'm still on the same thing that just happened over the last three minutes you just gave me a piece of information i'm not very happy with it could be in regards to something always external, has nothing to do with me and her. It's always external. 
And I'm just like standing there. And the next thing you know, she just switches it up and just says, hey, so uh, where do you want to go? Uh, what do you want to eat? And I'm like, wait, I just got a bad piece of information two minutes ago. Can you give me time? But I didn't communicate it with her. And then what ends up happening, I end up saying something that makes her mad. See what I mean? See, a lot of people do not know what you have on your plate and what you're thinking about what is being said and how you're interpreting situations until you tell them. Sometimes I have to remind her a lot of times that I have a lot going on. And just to be aware of the things that are stressing me out. But at the same time, I got to get more strategic. I got to get more aligned with my family, my friends, my teams and stuff like that. <clears throat> and that and that basically loopholes into the span of responsibility. See, a lot of people, I don't know, I guess be, there are companies and owners that have 1,500 employees. And they probably feel more stressed with a manager that has just three employees. So please recognize more doesn't mean allowance to stress, right? I'm just saying that you're more prone to it. Nothing is more cliche than an individual performer, right? Awesome at doing something on their job. And then they get elevated to manager and their performance ends up falling apart. Not just their workload, but everything. And then they end up quitting that job in about 12 months. Why? It's because the span of responsibility increases, but they failed to increase their professional development, their training, or the company failed to do that. This happens all the time. They're not equipped with the tools and the teams and resources to be able to manage a full ladder higher. And what ends up happening, they freak out, right? And so there's that breakdown. And what ends up happening, it becomes very challenging. But it is an obvious thing. The more people, the more inputs, the more likely to find something wrong equals the more stress. This happens when you get raised up. And we need to do a better job in teaching how important this is. It's like, tra like traditional teachers. I can tell you right now, the last time I was a traditional teacher <clears throat> was the beginning of 2015, nine years ago. I went from, again, I was already teaching at a really, really, really bad school in the South. Uh, but I ended up teaching another school of, let's just say, let's say you get about 40 to 50 students per st of class. Not all of them are going to be good. As a matter of fact, 45 of them are going to be bad. Only five are going to be good. So how can I manage? And I was never equipped. I never had the opportunity to pull some of the Thai teachers aside to say, hey, these 10 students right here in the middle keep telling me to fuck off and they keep flipping me the bird. I never had that support. And then they wonder why, hey, why did, why did Arsenio just disappear out of nowhere after about two months? You guys did not help me and I hit my boiling point. I would come home every day with my voice completely shattered because of all that yelling. I didn't have the resources. Couldn't make copies, couldn't do this, couldn't do that. Bring your own things. Good luck. Just got thrown in. I could, I could have literally sat behind a desk and do nothing for 50 minutes and I would have still gotten a paycheck. <laughs> That's exactly the type of school. It's kind of like the movie uh, what Morgan Freeman Lean on Me. Those teachers couldn't do nothing because there were just so many drug dealers and, and, and just monsters in that school. So they would just show up and shit, the schools were, I mean, the students were assaulted and the teachers. It was kind of like that, but luckily they were younger and I didn't have to deal with that to a certain extent. But again, if you look at a teacher who goes from 10 kids to teach at 35 kids with no tools, no training, no resources, that teacher will end up losing their mind. Because again, you didn't give them the ability to skill up in the span of responsibility.
So their stress ends up skyrocketing. And as life goes on, you deal with more. When you deal with more, you have to train yourself up. See, I've been studying business, hiring, teamwork, all these different things for so, like for a long time, right? And I know that the next level will always have more stress. And unless you mitigate that with leveling yourself up with personal development, it's going to be horrific. Some people can't believe, right? That success, that, you know, success, you know, being successful, you know, you don't have to skill up or you don't have to do this or do that. But I can tell you right now, that span of responsibility is everything. And the last one, severity of impact and control from a parent's perspective. I can tell you right now, the severity of impact, if that parent doesn't do a good job, if that parent doesn't have enough money, you are the determining factor whether that child lives or dies that year. How crazy is that? How unfortunate is that? You look at a lot of sub-Saharan African countries. A lot of these people have like seven to 10 children and a lot of them die very early. And it's because, well, it was all based on the parents' performance, what they could do to put food in their stomach and everything else. My wife and I, we were not prepared financially whatsoever last year in terms of having a child. I did not have a steady flow of income in terms of teaching at companies and everything in comparison with today as I do now. I didn't have that guaranteed money about what, what is it back in May or June? So what ended up happening, a failed collaboration, all these other things, and I could point fingers, but to be honest with you, we weren't ready to buy this and get this test done to see if the, you know, the fetus has a, you know, Down syndrome and we weren't, you know, prepared to pay, you know, X amount of dollars, you know, every goddamn month to go to the doctor and you know, get an ultrasound every month to make sure the baby was okay. Man, hell no. Nah. It would have been fucking chaos. What about the C-section? That's going to be a couple to a few thousand dollars. What about all the baby stuff? Baby's room. All these little things, we were not prepared financially. So the severity of the impact and control over the situation, which would have happened, we would have had to get significant help externally. And guess what that would have done? More stress. More stress, terrible environment. Lots of conversations in the next, you know, avoidance of conversations would start happening. I would end up curling up in the fetal position. Oh my God, we're not going to have enough money or this or this or this or this. And this would come up on a constant basis. She would end up losing sleep. She would end up probably causing stress within the baby. And guess what? Potential miscarriage could be there. You see what I mean? And so that makes absolutely so much sense to see why things didn't work the way they did last year. And I'm very grateful that it didn't because it was, I was no way in shape or form mentally, financially, and everything else in terms of getting things done. But now, whew, oh, financially speaking, let's go. Hey, we got to, uh, but at the same time, of course, we're still trying. And until, you know, we get past, especially that first trimester, ain't that, it ain't going to be no, no chatter anywhere, right? But get past that first trimester, shit, how much is already saved up? Over here, over there, over here, over there. Everything is totally covered. Everything. Okay, Pampers. Okay, got to get the baby shots. Got to do this. Got to buy those socks. Got to buy this. Okay, got to buy an air. Okay, uh, mom, uh, your mom's going to be staying downstairs. Okay, we're doing renovations in regards to, uh, what is it, the bedroom or the, the yeah, the, the baby's room downstairs to make sure that, you know, your mom has a place that she can lay down and stuff like that. And, of course, everything else in regards to the baby is going to be down there. Okay, what about a security system? Security system is going to be there. Okay, what about little music and jingles? Okay, we're going to have to figure out some kind of surround sound system 
so that the baby could sleep very nice. There are just so many different things that we have to do. And so, again, that could be very stressful. And our actions sometimes could have dramatic consequences. The more severe impact in your control over it, the more stressed. Some people don't know how important it is to do well. If you don't do well, maybe your whole business shuts down. Maybe something happens to your sick child. A project at work collapses and the next thing you know, you have to lay off 50 people. It's your job to develop greater levels of self-regulation. All of these things naturally cause more stress at first when they're new. But if you can anticipate them and train up and get new tools and resources and then training you need to deal with it, if you can get into it and manage your mind and biology, teach yourself through reflection how to deal with those stressful emotions, you have a chance to elevate yourself. I'm your host as always, over and out.